Hey, welcome in. Hey. Glad that you are with us again. My name is Billy Walker, and I'm here with my lovely wife. Lori Walker. Which and we're... I think everyone knows that by now. Glad to be back with you. You never know. You know, you have... Uh, we have what, people... you have other wives? No, we have people listening from Germany and <laughs> other portions of the world, according to our Maybe statistics. Maybe they might be German. So they may not know. Germany. See? You are German, so maybe that's why they're listening. And yeah. you've got distant relatives who are like, I Don't think make me I know her. Um, Today is September the 26th, 2023. Yeah, we took a little hiatus last week, so uh, glad to be back with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were down celebrating our anniversary, and we were in Clearwater. Our special little spot. Clearwater Beach. And it's our special little spot along with millions and millions of other people. (laughs) It never lacks for a crowd. But uh, yeah, we enjoy getting down there at least once a year, if not maybe a couple times. And um, so interesting because we love going to the Ron John shop. And I went and bought myself a sweatshirt because I got such a deal. I apologize already. And there's no need to apologize. People are already entertained. And I, I went so. to the Ron John shop and I bought a sweatshirt on clearance because it was such a great price and it was a double extra large. And mm-hmm. my wife is wearing it today because it's not a double extra large. <laughs> I put it on. I felt. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I put it on. I felt like Tommy Boy. <laughs> okay. Can we please? Oh, my We're goodness. talking about Chase the Lion. Mm. Chase the Lion. And this is the last. The this last, is the last week, one. is that yeah. what I understand? Yeah, we wrapped it up, uh, Chase the Lion, and uh, started off with Ephesians 3.20, um, just talking about uh, the fact that God can do anything. According to the message, I love every version of this verse, but the message says God can do anything you know far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest, wait for it, dreams. Does it by not pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply and gently within us. So we talked about dreams this past Sunday. And evidently... And apparently you have, you use the word dream, wait for it, 132 times. (laughs) That is no exaggeration. How do we know it's not exaggeration? It's coming from Kaylee. a son-in-law and a daughter who... Pretty much like to do all those kind of wonderful... Who enjoyed the message so much, they must have listened to it again and then took notes. Here's a time, here's a time, here's a time. Yeah. But all of the scripture that we use talked about... Ah, yes, yes. You want to know something else about the scripture? Because everyone like pulls that part out. But one, Ephesians, Paul was in jail. Right? Yes, it was because I double checked. Okay, so good. he was in jail. So for him to say God can do anything, you mm-hmm. know, and encouraging them to Step wildest out. dreams. I'm pretty sure his wildest dreams wasn't not to be put in jail. Sure. So apparently that's not interesting enough for you. No, it's fine. What uh-huh. are you? <laughs> where are you going I it was with pretty this? Interesting. It is very interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I. Not sure why you don't think I think that it's interesting. Because I said it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we have already gotten way off. Okay, but wait. So Ephesians four, because that was like basically the end of Ephesians three. Well, a lot of people thought he was actually kind of closing Ephesians, and then he got he got on another. So listen to this. So Ephesians four. 
It says, in, in light of all of this, here's what I want you to do. While I'm locked up here, a prisoner for the master, so that's why I knew it was in prison, I want you to get out, get out there and walk better yet. No, wait. I want you to get out there and walk better yet run on the road. God called you to travel. So chase the line is what I think. <laughs> See, now that's a point you should have shared with me before the message because that was a good follow-up. Well, I like to be spontaneous and there you surprise go. you with my surprise vast amount of knowledge. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and, and here's the thing. Uh, and, and it's, it's very cool that you actually bring up that he was in prison because we started off the message on Sunday by talking to people who might find themselves in a season of life where they are disappointed, um, discouraged, and maybe even depressed. And it's kind of like, okay, so how can I have a dream? Some sort of something. How can I have a dream when I'm in the midst of this season? Right. Because it's just not, I don't have. And so the basis of the message was that there is a dream within a dream. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that thought, um, just to give all credence and credit, that thought comes from Mark Batterson in the book that he wrote, uh, Chase the Lion. Mm -hmm. But then um, I just kind of grabbed a hold of that thought and looked at three different lives in the Old Testament where that dream within a dream was... Yeah, but hold on. You're jumping the gun a little bit. Okay. Because we need to talk a little bit about Disney World and our honeymoon. (laughs) (laughs) Because you were talking about dream within a dream. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and I mentioned that I wanted to go to Disney World. Because you were a little boy. You went to Disney World and you couldn't wait to take your wife. I wasn't a little boy. I mean, I was old enough to, you know, be having thoughts of, of that grandeur you know i don't think i had a girlfriend at the time but that's because you know i was running around in a so i i did not want to go to disney world for my honeymoon do you remember this i actually wanted to go you wanted to go to the poconos i wanted to go to poconos because that's where all of my friends were going on their honeymoon that's where all of the magazine articles everything was you wanted to go to disney world so we go to disney world so glad so now i'm gonna say i'm gonna i have three words for you I just want to see what you... Have you ever... Hold on. No, Three no, no. words. No. Wild teacups. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are Do you really... remember that? Oh, my gosh. Yes, that was terrible. So your dream within the dreams ended my dream with was you in the dream doing ended what? With me almost throwing up. You were throwing up in no. a trash can. Yes, you were. No, I didn't. Yes, you were. No, I did uh-huh. not throw up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, you're thinking of Randy. <laughs> no, it was you. Because I'm like, what in the world... No, I did not throw up, but I thought I was going to. But the reason I thought I was going to throw up is because you were turning that thing, just yeah. continually turning. So we were just going and around, is it going not around, totally and our going life? around. And that is how our life has been. <laughs> yeah. That was a great predictor of what would be. Exactly. Yeah, and and of so course, you end up the, vomiting. The other part of that prediction that that is has come true is you continually turning the wheel to make it go exactly. faster and faster. Don't go so slow, Daddy. It was like, oh my gosh, slow this thing down. I'm okay. going to lose it. All right. So anyway, so now we got to say that the dream within I the dream. I cannot believe. I'm just glad you did not throw that out from the first row. Okay. So now we can go on to. Um, the examples well, of having a dream within a dream. Okay, for, but for those people that are just listening to the podcast and they don't <laughs> listen to the message. This is their first time. <laughs> well, you've already heard from people that that has happened. So they're, And the reason they're listening to the podcast yes, Hi, is just to hear you talk. Hi, Kim. Um, 
So, but the dream within the dream was, yeah, I had a dream that, you know what, hey, someday I'd like to bring my family back here. Uh, and, and part of the reason for that, too, was my dad was not there. And I saw okay. a lot of families walking around with dad and mom, and I'm like, you know what, I want to do that someday. Does this have anything to do with Ruth? It does. Because okay. the dream within the dream was I, was, I was looking forward to something that I wanted to happen, but yet my dream was never Walt Disney World. My dream was just to go to Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World itself was, was the, the dream, dream of ah, Walt Disney. I gotcha. So our dream within a dream, sometimes we have a hard time looking at our life and seeing how our dream is coming true or how our dream how is our, not coming true. How our life is making a difference. Mm. But the cool thing is we have a God, we have a creator who has a story. And our part our our story can be part of his story. There's the our story. dream can be part of his dream. Even when we're going through the tough stages, we can know that our life has a bigger purpose and that he's got a dream and our dream is within the dream. And we can continue dreaming because that's the God that we serve always has a dream for bigger, better, and for what ultimately is going to be the best. Amen. Okay. And I think I've already said the word dream 47 times. I'm sure Kaylee and Eric will be counting. My guess is... Okay, so no. let's move on. Okay, here we go. So who are the examples that you're speaking of? We talked about Ruth. Mm-hmm. And in Ruth chapter 1, uh, Ruth has just gone through some pretty serious stuff. She's lost her husband. So she's lost the love of her life. And now her mother-in-law and context and culture says that she would stick with her. Mother-in-law has decided to go back to Bethlehem. Mother-in-law is a Hebrew Israelite. Mm-hmm. And, her name's okay, Naomi. Let's go back. Naomi says, let's go back because uh, mm-hmm. I can find family, blah, blah, blah. Her daughter-in-laws decide to go with her, and she's taking them. And as they start out, she says, okay, I can't do this. You girls need to go home because you can find other husbands, and it's not going to happen with me. And so why don't you just go home? And so one does, but Ruth says in the Bible where you read it, <laughs> Ruth says, um, don't make me go. And she says, I want to, where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my, my people. people. Your, Your God, God my will God. be my God. Yes. And I think that she saw something in, not just in her mother-in-law, I think she saw something in the God of her mother-in-law that she was like, there's there's something different. Mm-hmm. There's a future here. And so she stuck with her, and they wind up going to Bethlehem. But pretty tough stage, pretty tough season. Mm-hmm. So then you jump ahead to chapter 4, and I know we're skipping all of the entire book of well, Ruth. Well, your, your one point was to make a move. Make a move. Yep. And so because we can be one move away or one step away. One prayer away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, if some for some people, make a move is too big. So, okay, take a step, mm-hmm. take a step, you know, and, and, and I know that there are people and, and I shared this and, and I think you feel the same way. Sometimes you wake up early in the morning, you can't go back to sleep and your mind is just continually running all of the thoughts, all of the worries, all of the concerns come flooding in until you what? Get out of bed. Mm-hmm. When you get out of bed, you put your feet on the floor and it's like, yeah, I need a cup of coffee. And you begin to go through your day it's just, it's amazing how things filter out. And so sometimes it's just take a step. I think for that some might be people, the difference between a male brain and a female brain. 
Well, that that could be. But, but I mean, for some people, it's raise the shades, get out of the dark room, mm-hmm. take a walk. I also thought about the song from one of my favorite movies, Preacher's Wife. Step by step. Yeah. Brick by brick. That yeah, one. yeah. That's a great song by Wit. Whitney. Yep. Dream within a dream. Mm-hmm. So then you get to chapter four and um, verse, well, where is it here? Verse, four, uh, verse 13. So Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. And so, yeah, that's a whole story that you can read in the book of Ruth. Yep. But the end is Boaz marries Ruth. They have a child. Mm-hmm. Naomi this now. Good. Grandma is holding the baby. Yep. And the women are celebrating. They named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, who was the father of David. Yep. David becomes the king. And so now, all of a sudden, Ruth is the great-grandmother. The dream within the dream. Yeah, the dream within a dream. Yep. And we even talked, and this wasn't even part of the message necessarily, but we talked about the fact that Boaz was the son of Rahab. Right. Now, Rahab, you know, of course, the name that's associated with Rahab as far as occupation is prostitute. Mm-hmm. And and we forget the fact that she actually became an adopted member of the Israelites, the only one that was saved from Jericho, marries a man who was probably marching around that city mm-hmm. seven days, and then they have a child. The child is Boaz, and Boaz becomes this great young man that Ruth falls in love with, and he takes care of her, and she becomes his wife, and they become the great-grandparents of King David. So, yeah, the story within the story, and sometimes it starts with make a move. Mm-hmm. So then next we went right to David. We did. And so uh, David was the youngest child of Jesse. God had told Samuel in First Samuel 16, go and anoint the new king. Saul's not doing what I need him to do. We're going to go a different direction. Jesse brings in all the oldest sons. Samuel's like, nope, do you have any more? And Jesse says, well, yeah, there remains the youngest, but he's just keeping the sheep. And he says, send for him. And Samuel anoints him in the midst of his brothers to become the next king. And it says the spirit of the Lord rushed upon David from that day forward. And I I think that's kind of interesting because the spirit of the Lord didn't rush onto Ruth didn't rush on to Naomi. Doesn't say the Spirit of the Lord rushed on to Boaz or Rahab. But all of those people, isn't it possible that they were part of the process that got to the point mm-hmm. where the Spirit of God rushes on to David? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're part of that, they're part of that story. Right. Um, and I think all parents and grandparents have bigger dreams for their kids and grandkids than you do for yourself, even. Right. And um, so um, he is anointed, but the interesting thing, what, what we said about David is where you are before you, where you, where you want to be. Uh-huh. Cause he was anointed the King as a young teenager. And then he went back to the sheep. He went back to, yep. Being a shepherd. He didn't say to dad, Hey, you know, uh, I don't think I should do this anymore. Yeah. And when you think he should I think I should just stay inside. <laughs> Imagine, can you think of a teenager who would be like, okay, I'm going back to the sheep. No. No, but David realized where he was was mm-hmm. the most important. And so sometimes it's like where we are, we need to give God glory. We need to give God praise. We need to be the best we can be wherever that happens Well, sometimes to be. it's a step. Sometimes it's – sometimes you're just 
it's enough just to take one step. But other times you might find yourself that you've like taken leaps or you've like gone way, you know, way far away. Sometimes it is just literally one step. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what Ruth Ruth did. Yeah, Ruth embodied she just that. She kind of did the next right thing, I think, what she thought. And and so did David. I mean, David definitely lived that kind of a life. He's like, okay, this is what's in front of me, and this is where I'm going to be the best I can be. I'm a shepherd. I'm going to be the best shepherd I can be. Yeah. When he was a musician for Saul, he was the best musician he could be. When he was a warrior fighting Goliath, he was the best he couldn't he could be. And he he didn't allow other people to put on him what he wasn't. Remember, Saul wants to give him his armor. Mm-hmm. Here, okay, you go out and fight him if you want, but put this on. And yeah. David's like, yeah, yeah, this doesn't fit. Right. This is not mine. Mm-hmm. I got to go out like like me. And, um, and then you, you use Proverbs eleven twenty seven. Yeah. If you search, I don't know if I, I might have just kind of summarized it. What is it? Go ahead. So I just wrote down, if you search for good, you will find God's favor. That's the verse. If you search for evil, you will find his curse. That is the verse. That's the verse. It's a verse. Whoa, whoa, isn't whoa. It, isn't that interesting, though? If you search for good, you mm-hmm. will find God's favor. Yeah. And how many times do we wake up in the morning and we are not necessarily searching for good? I usually open up my window and I look for my neighbor's kitty cat sitting in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I look for good. If the kitty cat's back there, then that's a good thing. Oh, my gosh. The cat is usually sitting in a chair Her in our backyard. Mama. Hello, Mama. For the love. Anyway, but yeah, that's true. If you search for good. Well, that just goes to show you how <laughs> differently our minds work because I've never thought of looking at a cat and saying, oh, that's good. It's a good day. I am the night. completely allergic to the cats. Anyway, but yes, that's a very good Good verse to put in there. So um, the next one you did was Joseph. Well, and let me just throw something out before we get to that, Lord. Uh, God takes where you've been to, to get, get you, you where, where you are. are, but where you are is only a stopover to where to he wants you to be. be. Yes. And you want to know what that reminded me of? Hmm. Remember when we were flying home and I said, definitely, I don't ever want to have to fly. <laughs> You're without, a non-stopper. I, I'm a non-stop person. Yeah. Like, don't make me make stops in between the way. I can't stand it. Yeah. And here you said that stop over to where you, he wants you to be. I want to con- I don't no connecting flight. Just sometimes life is a connecting flight. That's right, it is. It's, and it's not very a frustrating because you yeah. get delayed sometimes, and you're just like, wait a minute. There's other people that left later than I did, and they've already gotten home. <laughs> They're already so much farther ahead. Yeah, here yeah. I am stuck in like Sheboygan somewhere. <laughs> We didn't mean that for all of you that are listening in Sheboygan. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> okay, can I... Oh, my word. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was just a shout-out uh, to how Sheboygan. How about Joseph? Joseph. Yeah, Joseph had a dream when he was younger. Most people believe he was about 17. The dream basically was uh, interpreted to be that at some point, my family, <laughs> you bros, mm. are going to bow down to me. Um, of course, his brothers are put off by it, and even his dad says, mm, Joseph, you know, really? I mean, let's let's keep that to ourselves. Even though he's his favorite, he, even he has a tough time with that, that dream. And the next few years are pretty tough for him because he gets sold into slavery and winds up in Potiphar's house. And from there, he winds up imprisoned, falsely accused for going after Potiphar's wife. It was wife. 13 long years. Yep. 
and it's 13 that is years. one long layover, let me tell you. Before he winds up in front of Pharaoh. But he goes from prison to the palace in a day. Yeah. Um, no, it wasn't a day. Like you said, it was 13 years. But, yeah, but one, he It literally never, was like one night he was like in yeah. the cell. He's and sleeping then, on a cot. And the next day he was... Yeah. Yeah. And he never... He never lost sight of God in the whole. And so why do we always lose sight of God? Like if you're listening to us and you are kind of in a kind of a a low point. So. Because we're not Joseph. Right. Well, (laughs) but Joseph wasn't like the only reason why we know about Joseph is because of all the things that he did out of all of the bad stuff. Yeah, the way that he came through it and came out of it. Well, it, but it was, again, it was all God-ordained. I mean, yeah. it was the, the reason this is part of the message is because it's the dream within a dream. And God has a plan, and God is orchestrating that plan, and he's using actually even the bad intentions of Joseph's brothers because when finally that time comes, when they're in famine— and they need food, and they know that Egypt has it, and they go. They don't recognize their brother at first. He does play a little bit with their emotions, which I don't blame him. But then he finally says, hey, guys, it's me. They're afraid. He says, no, come on, group hug. What you meant for evil, God meant for good. Mm -hmm. And so the whole family comes to Egypt, and I think it can safely be said they're saved. Because otherwise they'd have gone hungry if they just would have stayed where they are. But mm-hmm. instead, God had it all orchestrated so that Joseph would be in the right place at the right time, make the right moves, be wise enough to do what he did. And I just think that we want it to be so much faster now. <laughs> like we're so used to getting a quick fix and a quick answer. And yeah. when we when we have a question, it's like, we want an immediate answer. So what? 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 So at the close of all this chase the line business, well, what are last we supposed point, to? Last what? point with Joseph was later is longer. Yeah, what was that about? Because later is longer. Thirteen years. Yeah. He was not where he wanted to be, but he was the second in command in the most powerful nation in the world from age thirty until his death many, many years later. Uh-huh. So the later version of Joseph's life was far longer than what we usually only oh, look at. Oh, I get you. So he had to endure. 13 but, years. Yeah. But then he was... Yeah. Yes. I I get that now. Yep. You can't mess around. You can't throw words like that out. And I'm just like, huh? What? Gotcha. Okay, so what are we supposed to take with this Chase the Lion? Um, We're at the end of it. I think the basic part is that there's always a dream for God's people to be dreaming about. There's always a mountain to climb. There's always a next step. No matter the season that you find yourself in, God has something in store. And sometimes we have to move through those seasons for Joseph, it was 13 years. 
Uh, for David, it was about the same. It was a lengthy period of time before he actually became the king. Um, and for Ruth, it was moving us through a series of discouragement and probably even a bit of depression, moving through a season of loss. But yet, God always brings out his children. And when we are having those difficult moments, we still, there's a dream within a dream that we can be part of. Even though it doesn't seem like our dream is necessarily coming true, God has control over the whole story and, and he's moving us in the right direction. And I think that's the key. Yes. Okay. That's good. God doesn't waste any space, time, pain. Right. You can come out better than you've been. And just because that you you are in this time now doesn't mean that it's the rest of your life. That God's God can definitely make something good out of this. Correct. All things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Yes. He's got better in store. Yep. Awesome. Well, I'm excited for the next series that you're doing. Next series, Mm -hmm. Greater Things. Greater Things. Yeah. So we are kind of just catapulting off of this one and moving on to the next series. And we, yeah, we're excited about that and what it means for our church. And we will be talking with you about it next week. So I hope you'll plan on joining with us. Yes, I'll be there. <laughs> We're moving into October already. We are. Can you believe it? Time is flying. But I anyways. I was just looking for something, and you just gave me the eyeballs. But I was looking for something very important, and I... Never mind. I'll You're not coming up with it, are you? I'm not coming up with it. All right. Well, you know what? We'll begin next week with that, because you'll have a whole week to be able to look for it. Well, it's not. It's it's that fact that um, September is Suicide Awareness Month, and so I was trying to say something profound about if you really are in despair and need help. There's, you know, it's you need to reach out. I think that's one thing that I was wanting to say was just how important that is to not try to just not reach out to somebody about it. So. Anyway, that's it. Well, I think I think if I think you dialed nine eight eight, I think that's the hotline now, the number. And um, well, the other thing is Heather's website. Yes, wonderful dot com. Yeah, W O N D H E R F U L. Yes. So, and we have life boxes available too if you need something like that. That's if you. If you've gone through that, if you're going through it, I had a family member that's yes. gone through that, so, that difficulty. Anyway, I don't want to. You can reach out. Bring it like everything down to a downer or anything, but at the same time, it is a resource that's important. Sure. And I think we all need that. So to dream within a dream, definitely have a dream to keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Take a step. Take a step. Take a step. Hey, Ben. All right. Thanks Amen. for joining us, guys. We will see you next week. Go to the cider mill. Go to the And get a yummy donut and some hot cider. There you go. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Take care. Bye.